Good morning. Oops. Help I get the mic going here. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. How you doing today? I am so excited to be here today. I am going to be with you guys for the next six weeks, so I'm really excited to be here. Um, it has been a crazy summer. Um, I just came off running my home church for four weeks, so I've definitely been blessed with a lot of opportunities to share God's Word. I'm starting a five-week series today called Warrior. This is a new series that really God has put in my heart. It's been, like I said, a really rough past couple months. I feel like one of those, remember those blow-up punching bags when you were kids that had the clown face, and you'd bap it and it popped back up? That's what I feel like the devil's been doing. You know, they don't make those anymore. I don't know if it's a hate crime to hit a clown, but they don't make them anymore. I was looking for one for the kids, and you cannot find them anymore. But I really feel like that. It feels like Satan has been slapping us around and around and around. I know I feel like that. How many feel like that here? Wow, almost everybody's hand. It has been a battle lately, and it's... You know, the sad part is, is we don't have to take it. We are called to be warriors for Christ. Every one of us. You know, we, we have uh, the power of the Holy Spirit that comes and lives in us. We have the power that, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And we let the devil slap us around when we don't have to. Sometimes, we just have to throw a punch. And I'm talking this Holy Spirit power of God, Jesus Christ, punch against the devil. You know, I mean, so many times we keep thinking that we're just, our back is up against the wall. You've got to come to the point when your back is against the wall and you believe there is no, no way that you can get out of the situation. This world has gone nuts and it's getting darker and darker. You know, what do we do? We come out swinging. We pick up a stone. We start a discipline to start. We have a temptation to conquer. We all have the power that God has given us. Us as men and women are warriors for God. You know, so many times a lot of the world says the men are the warriors. You know what? I've gone into spiritual warfare with some ladies, and I will tell you it was like a cage match between Pee Wee Herman and uh, The Rock. <laughs> You know, I, there was a time, I mean, when I was, I, like, I'd done deliverance ministries. I've been in prayer prayer meetings. I've been in prayer with prayer warriors. And when them ladies get going, the devil better just, I just think he, I, it's the first time in my life I felt bad for them. Because I will tell you, women are as powerful warriors as men. Just, everybody, anybody ever seen the mama bear? <laughs> you know, I'll never forget as long as I live. I mean, I, you see me and my kids, we get along great. But when Josh was little, I was off on knee surgery. So I was with him from day one to when he was older. So we bonded really close. I'd throw him up in the air and catch him. And he knew I'd catch him every time. Well, when Michael was born, I was working two jobs. So I wasn't home as much. So Michael and I didn't have that bond. And the one day he's laying on the couch and I picked him up and I threw him up. He screamed so loud you would have thought I was killing him. And all of a sudden Michelle comes in the room like the Terminator. <laughs> and I'm like, I just handed her the baby. I just threw him up in the air. You know, no one needs to mess with the mama bear. <laughs> and especially the devil. You know, it's time for Satan to hear our battle cry as Christians. You know, it is time for us to be warriors. You know, that sound, that groan that comes from inside where you're just, 
you know, like man speak, you know, that loud growth comes from the love of God and the Holy Spirit. You know, the worst thing you can ever say to the devil is amen. In other words, hit your knees and pray. He may think the battle's over. No, it just began when we hit our knees. You know, for ladies, there's always Zena, that warrior on TV. You know, there are powerful women. You know, so many times the Christians are confused as being meek, mild, gentle, you know, you know, like even, you know, some people always say, you ever see the picture of Jesus carrying the lamb and the peace sign? You know, that's the impression we got. Christ is a warrior. You know, it tells us this in Exodus um, 15, verse 3. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Even Jesus, who was filled of mercy and compassion, could fight one heck of a spiritual battle. You know, there was times Christ got angry. There's time when he flipped the tables in the temple. There is a time in life where you need to throw a punch against the devil. I'm not, I'll tell you this from being a martial artist and stuff. Fighting's never good. I will avoid a fight at any possibility there is. But when it comes to Satan, it's time to fight. It's time to throw a punch. You know, you know, Matthew says in 10 verse 3, don't be surprised. I've come, I have not come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come, wait, I'm sorry. Do not be surprised that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to be bring peace, but a sword. You know, there is a point in our lives where we need to stand up. And we all have battles in our lives. There's always things we are fighting against. You know, some of us fight against obesity. Some of us fight against addiction. You know, we are all in a battle of one source or another. And like I said, we have to stand up. We have to fight back against the devil, and especially the way the world is now. Everything out there is getting darker and darker every day. It is time for us to be the light God has called us to be and be the warriors he's called us to be. You know, in John 19.11, this is when John was had the vision. I saw, I saw heaven standing open, and, and there before was a white horse whose rider was called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire and... On his head was many crowns. I don't know about you, but I want to be on that guy's team. <laughs> and we are. That is who called us, who has equipped us, and who has called us to this battle. We have a fight. It is, you know, it is time. You know, Jesus was full of compassion, love, but he was great. He is the greatest warrior that ever lived and is living. You know, I believe God has given every warrior three things. The first one he is, the first thing he's given us is someone to protect. And that's our family, our wives, our spouses, our friends. He has given everybody here a mission. It tells us in Nehemiah, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fights for and fights for your family, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Folks, we need some warriors today. We need some of us to stand up and be ready to fight the fight. I know I'm ready. How many of you are ready to fight the fight? Let's take it to the devil. Let's stand for what we are called for. 
Jesus has chose every one of us from the, before we were born. He knew and he called us and he equips us. You know, anybody who's known me in my younger days, I would never back down from a, from a fight. And I asked myself, why do I back down from this one? This is the just cause. This is what we are here to do. We are here to spread the gospel. We have somebody to protect. We have our family, our spouses, our homes. It's time to throw Satan out of our house, out of our lives. It is time for us to be the warriors we are. You know, if you need no motivation, read the Bible about Jesus. He fought evil his entire ministry. You know, if you need other uh, motivation, watch Liam Neeson movies, Taken, one, two, three. I mean, every movie he has, he's defending his family. He needs another role, but he's pretty good. My famous line is that, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he is just, we need to be motivated. We have the Holy Spirit. It's time to get that fire up, to be the fighters we are called to be. And one thing I know from actually fighting competitions and stuff, you have to train. You have to be motivated. You have to have a reason to fight. And we have the best reason. It's called Jesus Christ. And it's called the lost. I mean, how many people in our lives do we know that aren't going to heaven? And it breaks my heart. You know, I have a lot of family members that think they're too smart for God. <laughs> well, <laughs> the way things are going, I think they're going to find out really soon that uh, you better get really smart and open that book called the Bible because every answer that you need in your life is in there. You know, and the more the things are happening, the more it becomes true. You know, I always thought, I heard this example I read in the book and I really liked it. Imagine if you were going to have a child and somebody gave you a book as a present and it laid out your child's life. When he was going to fall and break his leg, when he was going to get married, what he was gonna, where he was going to go to school, what he was going to do in his life. And you thought it was a joke. And the more your child grew, you read this book, and you're like, wow, all of this is coming true. We have a book just like that. It's called the Bible. Everything that's written, it has happened, is happening, and will happen. And we need to prepare. We, need, we have a battle to, to, uh, to fight. We have family protect. You know, men and women... You fight for your families. You fight for your, each other. You know, you fight for your kids. It's time to get in their lives. You know, I'll be honest with you. I know what's going on with my kids. I know what they're watching. And if I hear something I don't like that they're watching on YouTube, they turn it off. Or we have a discussion about it. <laughs> you need to take control and protect your family. You control what comes in your door. It's time to throw the devil out and not let him in. You know, the, you know, like I always say, you can't throw Satan out the window and leave the front door open. You have to, you have to protect your family. You know, you are an influence to your family, your kids. You've got to fight for each other. God has given us some, someone to protect. You have to influence your kids. Men, have your wives back. Wives, have your... Your husband's back. You know, when he's fighting forward, cover his weak spot. Pray for him. That is the strongest thing you can do is pray for somebody. The power of prayer moves mountains. You know, 
I've seen miracles happen through prayer. That little boy, my big one, running around, he's a miracle of prayer. We were told he wasn't going to make it. I went home and prayed. I was out in the backyard. I had the Job moment. I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call the cops because I was screaming at God. And it worked out. Sometimes God answers prayers. Sometimes he delays them. But we have to protect our family. You know, a woman will go to hell and back for their children. You know, a man would live, would, would die to protect his family. And, but the most important thing is you have to live for them. You have to set the example. If your kids see you out in the backyard drinking a beer and uh, smoking a cigarette and cussing with your buddies, what kind of example are you setting for them? When they see, you, when they see their father on their knees every morning praying for them, or when they wake up and you're praying over them, that makes the difference. Set the example. You know, the best thing we can do as mothers and fathers is show our love for Christ. Because you know what? That is something that's not taught. It's something that they absorb through you. You can tell your children to love Jesus all you want. But until they see you love and the relationship you have with them, that is how you protect your family. Now, the... Second Samuel 10, uh, verse 10, I mean, chapter 10, verse 12. This is what we do. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and our cities and our God. City of our God. That's what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to fight for the ones we love. We all know that person in our family that doesn't know Christ. But you know what? We are the example of Christ for him. God has called us to put us in their lives. And I don't want anybody I care about to go to hell. I don't want anybody I don't know to go to hell. We have to protect our families, our spouses, our city. And how we do that is by shedding the light. To be the light in the warrior God has called you to be. We, we, have, we are all called to ministry. We are, are called to, sp uh, to spread the gospel. The second uh, point is, all warriors have a kingdom advance. Luke 9.1 says, When Jesus called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and cure all diseases, and set them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. That's what we are all called to do. We have a kingdom advance. We have a mission to, to, to do. And it's not an impossible mission. It's a mission that we are called to do. And Christ has called us to do it. The most amazing thing when Christ calls us to do, it, do something, our responsibility is to listen and do it. The outcome is his. He has all the power. He has all the glory. He is the one who can and will make things happen in this time. But he calls you to do it. I don't know how many times in my life I have missed an opportunity because I've been afraid. I don't, I have. I don't know how many of you have, but I have. And it has killed me later because I know God put that person in my path. He told me to share the gospel. And I've been afraid to do it. We have a kingdom advance. 
If God puts somebody in your path, it's for a reason. It might be just a smile. It might be just have a nice day. When you share the love of Christ, it just it grows and grows and grows. You know, it is so important that we do what God has called us to do. And we have a kingdom to advance. You have a kingdom to advance. We are told in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, that we, we are to seek first the kingdom of God, not our own kingdom, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then every, everything else will be added onto us. We are told to pray. And this is how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be, your, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not our will, his will. And what's funny is when we follow God's will, it's kind of crazy how our lives become solid, how things change. You know, I know when, before I knew Christ, I was so lost. And my life was a mess. And when I met Jesus, everything changed. Was it, over, it was overnight, a lot of it, but everything started to fall in place. Now it went from a mess to crazy, and I love crazy, because I love when the Holy Spirit shows up. Nothing is better when God shows up. You know, as I grow in my faith and my life's journey, you know, when something bad happens, and trust me, in my life, in my house, something bad always happens. Instead of living in fear, I start looking for when God shows up. Because he will. He never leaves us behind. You know, he's like the Navy SEAL. He will never leave a man behind. And we are his. And we have a, we have a mission. We have a kingdom to, to give. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. In other words, what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. You have the power. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. That is the kingdom we have to advance. It's your ministry. It's your contribution. Excuse me, I almost said contribution. (laughs) You are called by Jesus to be the light in the darkness. You are a heavenly ambassador, the highest ranking diplomat to represent God on this planet. That's a pretty heavy call. <laughs> you know? Sometimes when that sometimes that's one of the weights that I always think about is sharing the sharing the gospel. It's like, that's a heavy weight. You know, and it's like I will never preach without praying about what I'm preaching. Because I don't ever want to get it wrong. First of all, it says in the Bible, if you do, you're I'm in, gonna be in big trouble. <laughs> Secondly, is I never want to misrepresent the one who loves me. And in my life, when I go out, I will never want to not represent Jesus who loves me. I mean, I admit it, I get wrong sometimes. I get road rage. Luckily, I don't have the church logo on my car or my shirt when it happens. But But we're human. We get angry. But we have a kingdom to, to build. You know, it's easy things. It's like being the brightest light in your office at work. It's about... Being, you know, being a giver in church. If you don't have money, give of your time, give of your love, give of your knowledge. It is so important. Having a heart for teens, for children, older people. You guys are prayer warriors. I love War Room. I love that little lady in War Room. I want her as my grandma. <laughs> she does remind me of my grandma. 
a grandma a lot, but I love that woman. You know what? It is time to take the fight to Satan. It is time to throw a punch. It is time to be the warrior God has called us to be. You know what? I don't want to leave anybody behind. And whatever it takes, we have someone to protect. We have a kingdom to advance. And that's what we are all called to do. And we do it in simple ways. You know, call an old friend up. Take somebody out for lunch. Spend time with people. That is what's so important. Share the love of God. Sharing love is easy. That's the one word you can never say enough is I love you. And it's so important to say because we never know how much time we have left on this world. I never will leave the house without kissing my kids and my wife goodbye because I don't know if I'm coming back in that back door. I don't know the day and the time that I'm going to meet the Lord. But until that time, I want the people around me to know that I love them. It is time to prepare for battle. It is time to advance the kingdom. It is time to break the chains that Satan has put on us. You know, it's time to drive back the darkness. A kingdom advance, a cause to fight for. When we don't have a cause to fight for, we get lost. We start fighting against the wrong thing. We start fighting against authority. We start fighting against our spouses, our bosses. And we fight against boredom. We wind up doing stupid things. And trust me, I'm the king of that some days. But when we have a cause, when we have a mission, we have something to fight for that is worthwhile fighting for. And that's what we called, called for. You know, instead of trying to gain worldly stuff, to try to gain stature, instead of trying to gain everything that is falling apart, we need to gain fight to gain ground for the kingdom of Christ. A distracted warrior is someone Satan loves. There's nothing worse than a warrior without a cause. We have a cause, and that is to advance the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Which brings me to my last point. We have a battle to win. You know, Psalms, this is Psalms 144, uh, 1 through 2, and this is David talking. Praise to, to be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He trains me to be ready for battle. He trains my hands and my fingers for war. God, Christianity is not a playground. It's a battleground. And we do not battle against flesh and blood. We battle against the, the darkness and the powers and principalities of the dark world. There is a fight. There is fight in you. There is fight in every one of us who knows Jesus. We have that love for the lost. We have the love for others. We have the power in us to make a difference. And it's time for us to be warriors. You are all warriors. You all have someone to protect. You all have a kingdom to, to advance. And you all have a battle to win. But here's the problem we get into so many times. You know, we're ready to go out and slay a dragon. Oh, my oil needs changed in my car. We start putting things off. We start to list everything that we got to do before we're going to take care of that. You know, we're ready to vanquish an enemy. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. And an enemy can be anything. It can be an addiction. It can be, you know, anything in your life. You know, you want to lose weight. Oh, I'll start tomorrow. I screwed up today. I just ate a box of Ho-Ho's. You know? 
No, I'll start tomorrow. You know what? Tomorrow turns into the next day and the next day and the next day. It is so important that we set a point. If you fall down, if you slip and raid the refrigerator, go for a walk. You know? You know, if you have, you're fighting an addiction and you fall that day, pick up and start right then again. Because you know what? We have the God of first, second, third, fourth, fifth, hundred chances. And whenever we get up, he's right there with us. He knows we're going to fall. We spend so much time worrying about what just happened and what we can do. You know, it's time to take back our families. Are you ready to take back your families? Well, we need to stop. Well, I had a hard day at work. I'm just going to go upstairs and veg out and play PlayStation. That's what we do. We make excuses. You know what? You're going to take care of your family. Get your butt off the couch. Go be with your kids. Spend time with your wife. Tell her you love her. Shock her. Bring her home a flower. You know, a lady doesn't care if you bring her home a dozen or one. It's the thought that matters. That, wow, you thought of me on my way, your way home. That's where we start to win the battles. Every day. You know, how to step in your mission? Protect the ones you love. Make them the most important thing in your lives. You know what? The Walking Dead TV show is not that important, which I don't watch. But... The things that we put in front of our families, in time with our families, don't matter. Your kids matter, your spouse matters. That's what matters. We have a battle to win. You know what, if your marriage isn't perfect, work on it. You know, we took those, all took those vows for better, for worse, for richer, or poor. I take those to heart. Not every day is a rose garden at the Kissel's house. <laughs> Some days it's like a war zone, but that's life. But at the end of the day, I still love my wife, and she still loves me. What is so important is we fight every day. We need to advance God's mission. We need to win the battle. And it starts like, how do we step into this? We live a life that is pleasing to our heavenly commander. It is so important that we live a life that God has called us to do. You know, and there's so many dark influences out there that we get so lost. We start getting distracted. Satan, to me, is the king of lies and the king of distractions. You know, put down your cell phone. I mean, I have, I've been doing youth and I've been with kids. I have been with kids who are sitting next to each other on the couch texting each other. Why? We need to put down our cell phones. We need to turn off the TV. We need to turn off the PlayStation. We need to spend time with our family. You know, a couple weeks ago, we lost the power at the house for two days. Other than, the, other than the freezer stuff going bad, I will tell you, it was the best two days I've had with my family. No, All the phones died because nobody could charge them. There was no internet. There was no TV. We spent time just hanging out. That's what's battle. That is a battle won. And now we have a point with the kids. Me and the kids, guess what? It's a no phone day. It's a no TV day. We're spending time together. I mean, we went shoe shopping yesterday. Sounds boring, but we had fun. You know, that is what's so important, is spending time with the ones you love. Win the little battles. You know, the steps we need to get to the win 
starts with one set, one victory, one little victory. You know, a couple of things about victory is not always you conquer later. It's the battle you fight right now. Victory is being faithful and obedient. Let's say it this way. In the, the moment of victory is not when, when you take when the final victory. It's the steps on getting to it. It's that moment when you walk in and you give your kids a hug. It's that kind word you share to a coworker. It's stuff like that. You know, God used me to lead one of my coworkers to Christ when I lived in North Carolina. And it didn't start the day I walked in saying, I was washed in the blood of the Lamb and you need to know Jesus. No, if I would have done that, he probably would have punched me in the face. It started by, hey, let's go lunch. And then we went to, started going to lunch every couple times a week. And if you know me, I started talking about Jesus. It was not the immediate victory. It's the steps that, that was so important. The little steps, the little things matter. Showing kindness, showing love, being a friend, listening. Stop talking and listen sometimes. You know, so many times we want to share the gospel and we just want to start, you know, we're all pumped up about it. Sometimes somebody just wants somebody to talk to and hear what they're going through. That is so important to listen. Little steps. You know, like I said, Jesus' victory did not happen when he was crucified. The victory happened when the stone was rolled away three days later. The victory was when he was obedient to God, when he was in the garden. And he wanted to ask the Lord to pass the cup, but he was, your will will be done. You know, Jesus' victory was when he battled against temptation for 40 days and 40 nights. When Satan told him to jump off the cliff, he answered with God's word. And that's what we need to do. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. When he said, turn these rocks into stones, he said, you know, he said, man cannot live by bread alone, but he only by the word of God. When he told him to bow down, Jesus had enough and said, he whipped out, he threw a punch and he said, get out of here, Satan. That's what we need to do in our lives and our families. We need to tell the devil to pack his bags and get out. This is my house. This house serves the Lord. This family serves the Lord. We are all warriors for Christ. Stop letting a two-bit punk push us around. Because that's what he is. You know, we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we're letting... A lowly angel that got kicked out of heaven give us grief. It's time to battle for what's important. And the victory starts today. It starts by, hey, if you're battling obesity, get off the couch and go for a walk. You know, it starts by, hey, my wife and I just don't get along. Spend some time with her. You know, be interested in what she's doing. I met you, my wife sells nails now. She does has her own company and she sells those, those nails. I'm really not interested in it, but I'll listen for hours about them because she is. You know, that's what makes a difference is showing somebody you care. I'm excited because she's excited. I couldn't tell you the first thing about press-on nails because I don't wear them, but the important thing is being there. When your son wants to tell you a story about something, listen. Don't be too busy. 
You know what? If I'm working on a sermon and my boys want to talk, guess what gets put down for a little while? Because you know what? I can be up later and finish this. And God understands. God gave me those children. He made me their father. He made me set the example. And that is what is so important. You know, Jesus fought battles and he won every battle. You know, when the woman was going to be stoned, he said, who's going to pick throw the first stone? You know, and he got mad and overturned the tables in the temple. There's a time to turn the cheek and there's a time to throw a punch. And like I said with the devil, it's time to throw a punch. And we punch back with the word of God. The king of kings, the lord of lords, the alpha and the omega. We fight back with that. And that is where the power comes from. You know, like I said, Jesus was a warrior when he knelt down and prayed in the garden. Father, may this cup be, be removed from me. And every demonic voice in hell said, don't go through with it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But Jesus was victorious when he said, yet not my will, but your will be done. That is what is so important. You know, the victory at the cross when the tomb was open. I got a question for you. What's your battle? I have battles. We all have battles. It's time to fight back. It is time to win the victory, to break the chains, to break the addiction. You know, and stop. It gets me so mad about people with addiction and problem. They say, well, I was brought up that way. You know, I was, it's, my, it's in my nature. No, there's a time where you say enough is enough. You put that stake in the ground and say, Jesus, I'm done with this life. I am not going to be alcoholic like my parents. I'm not going to be abusive like my parents. I'm not going to cheat on my wife like my father. I'm not going to do it. There is a time where you put that stake in the stand and you say, I am done. This is not who I am. You have the choice to be who you are. You know what? I had an abusive father. You see me with those kids. You know what? I would run out the back door and not come home. The mom came home because my dad was home. My boys, when I walk in the door, I feel like a returning war hero. I can't go to the car without... Where are you going? To the car? I'll be right back. (laughs) There's a difference. Yeah, I could be like my dad. I don't want to be like him. I could be like my, my mom and drink. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, there was a time in my life I battled with that. But you know, there was a point in my life where I said, no, this is not me. This is not who Christ has called me to be. And we all have that choice. We all have a battle to fight. We, you know, we're out of shape. Get up and walk every day. It's the victory's not going to happen today. I wish it would. I wish you could get up, go for a walk, and come back 25 pounds later. That would be awesome. But no, that's not going to happen. What's going to happen is down the road you're going to start gaining energy and strength. You guys remember when I was huge? I made a choice. I want to see those kids grow up. I want to have the energy when I'm up here to preach. It didn't happen overnight, and I battled it every day because I love donuts. (laughs) And I mean, they're my temptation. I'll eat a donut on a Sunday because they're holy, get it? No, but <laughs> Sunday donuts don't have calories, no. But it's so you want to gain financial freedom. It doesn't start, you can't fix it today. You have to take steps. Stop overspending. 
Start to limit your bills. It has to start with a little step. You know, you're passive. You're not spiritual. You know, you're not a spiritual leader. Yes, you are. It starts little by little. Start by sharing your story. Satan's going to come at you, but you have all the power you need. You know, it tells us in Joel 3, 9 through 11, it says to the nations for... Uh, Saying to the nations far and wide, get ready for war. Call out your best warriors. Let all your fight, fighting men advance for the attack. Hammer your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Train even your weak to be warriors. Come quickly, all you nations everywhere. Gather together in the valley. And now, O Lord, call out your warriors. God is calling out his warriors right now. He's calling you and me to battle. Like I said, it's time we throw Satan out of our homes, away from our family, away from our kids. It is time for us to be the warriors we are called to be and protect the ones we love. You know, listen to me. The dark, and when the darkness pushes you, you step in, the, in, in a fight. Sometimes you turn the cheek and other times you turn the tables. It may be time to throw a punch. When the devil attacks, and he will, anytime you start to take ground, you start to change habits, anytime you pursue the gospel, your calling, he is going to attack you. It is time for us to fight back. And it's, it's time to throw a punch with the word. You know, we have power. We've got the power of prayer. We've got the power of our testimony. We have the power of Spirit of God. Look at him and say, take your hands off my family. Take your hands off my finances. Take your hands off my future. And take your hands off my witness. And when Satan likes to bring up your past to you, and he loves to do that, remind him of his future. Jesus wins. You go in the lake of fire. That is the warrior we need to be. We punch back. When he, when he, tells, us, when he tells us lies, we push punch back with the truth of God. When he, t when he t attacks us with fear, we, we punch back with faith. Because we know who wins, and that's God. Jesus won this battle at the cross. It is so important that we live the life God has called us to do. You know, 1 Samuel did not say this to Mr. Goliath, sir. Let's talk about this in a civil nature. And we'll seek out a third-party negotiator who can help us acknowledge and validate each other's feelings towards a peaceful, academical reconciliation. No, it said, pick up your stone. It was when, G when he called out and said this, who are you to come against the armies of the living God? That's what scripture tells us. No third party negotiating, not worried about Goliath. No, it was time to pick up the stone. It's time for us to pick up our stone. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your word and I thank you for your calling all us together today to hear this message. It is time for us to be the warriors you have called us to be. Give us the power and the confidence that only comes from knowing you. And if there's somebody out there today that has felt you pulling on their heart, 
and they're far from you, let them come home today. Let them hear the Holy Spirit call them home into your kingdom. In your heavenly name I pray, amen.